Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's ride. For the words that are recited before each and every game here at Dodger Stadium. Take it away, Finn. It's time for Dodger Baseball. What is up, everyone? Thank you for listening to the Incline Dodgers podcast. Let's get this show rolling. We're going to open this one up with a fan question from UCLA Lakers. So he wants to know, should we push to get Liam Hendricks or keep Blake Trident for less? Do we remove bias from the equation? So I'm going to start this one off with David Rosenthal because I know you're the biggest Trident fan out there. Is he coming back, or is he a goner? Uh, what's up, Kevin? What's up, Jake? Good to be back here. Um, you know, the signings they've made already tend to me to indicate that Blake Trinan might be on the way out. Uh, Andrew Friedman said he wants to get a, a, a different mix of arm angles, uh, which is something they didn't really have this past year. Uh, and with, you know, Gratterall basically having the same repertoire as Trinan, and now they've added... Uh, Corey Knable, you know, it seems to me that he's on the way out. Uh, They're showing interest in Hendricks, uh, which would be a great addition. He's he's 31. Uh, We can get into him in a little bit. Uh, But yes, uh, it appears to me, at least, that Blake Trinan may be putting on a different uniform. And it it breaks my heart, uh, but he did his job. Uh, I'd love to see him back. But, you know, all signs to me are pointing that 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 may not be the case. Yeah, there's a lot of teams interested in Trinan, so it's looking pretty unlikely. But here's part of the reason why. On December 11th, the Dodgers signed five men to minor league deals. And for whatever reason, December 11th is Andrew Friedman Day. He just loves to go off on this particular day for whatever reason. In the past, he's dealt Matt Kemp for Yasmani Grandal and all those guys in that Padres deal. Ironically enough, he signed Blake Trinan a year ago, and he's even signed McCarthy, yuck, to that contract as a starting pitcher. But anyways, back to the point. The five men are as followed. Brandon Morrow's coming back. James Pazos, Jimmy Nelson, Carlos Asuaje, and Brock Stewart, who might be the worst Dodger ever. But anyways, David thinks it's Chris Hatcher, but... I like these moves. One of Nelson or Morrow is going to work out. And obviously they must like something in Jimmy Nelson, even though he didn't technically pitch last season. They're willing to bring him back. So there's a nice little gamble. And Brandon Morrow, one of the best setup men in Dodgers history in 2017, didn't even make the opening day roster, but he won 6-0 with a 206 ERA in 45 games. And then when he left for the Cubs on that massive contract, In 2018, he made 35 appearances, 
147 ERA, but then he didn't pitch since then. So hopefully we get that Morrow upside, but let me introduce Jake Reiner to break this all down. Good to see you guys again. I know it's been a long time. This offseason has been pretty boring. Uh, nothing really going on to uh, write home about, but I have to say about these moves that Friedman did make, if you're ever scratching your head or wondering why he made this move or that move or sign this pitcher, or what do you what, why even try with Brandon Morrow again? If that's your thought process when it comes to Andrew Friedman, that's a pretty good indication that whoever he signed will do well. It typically it typically works out that way. Chris Taylor is a guy that he traded for. Max Muncy's a guy that he traded for. Where I remember thinking. A, who are these guys? B, why? And C, what's you know what is this going to mean? These are you know low risk guys, and obviously for Brandon Morrow, who uh, unfortunately after leaving the Dodgers after the 2017 season has kind of uh, fallen off the map. He's pitched for the Cubs, but he you know has been injured. Um, but if there's ever uh, a team that could assist Brandon Morrow in rediscovering himself. It's the Los Angeles Dodgers. And in 2017, in 45 games for us, he had a 2.06 ERA, 50 strikeouts, nine walks, two saves, and a 0.916 whip. Uh, And in the postseason, he was okay. Uh, In the NLDS, he was okay. In the NLCS, he was lights out, didn't give up a run versus the Cubs, seven strikeouts. And then we all know what happened in the World Series against the Astros, but none of that's really fair to talk about anyway, but he he did not have a great World Series. So I really do like these sort of under-the-radar moves. I love Corey Knable. I think that uh, another low-risk move, if he can regain what he had in 2017, 2018, then I think we've got a really great bullpen piece. And finally, I just want to say about Blake Trinan, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. Maybe, Kevin, you can chime in or David, but um, it seems to me that Liam Hendricks is probably going to get a larger contract than Blake Trinan. Would you rather have Liam Hendricks with a large contract or keep Blake Trinan at sort of a a lesser rate if that's what it comes to? What would you rather do? So I'm torn on this subject because – you know, everyone knows I'm a Trinan guy, uh, but Liam Hendricks has been pretty dominant the past couple of years. Uh, the age, you know, he's 31, so I am tentative to, to you know, I think he's going to get like a four-year contract. Uh, that's which, too much. That's that's where I'm at as well. Uh, it's, it's tough to give relievers a, a long-term deal. It really is. Uh, even even a two- or three-year deal. I mean, we, see what, we saw what happened with Joe Kelly. Uh, they paid him, hasn't really worked out. Uh, in terms of his production, at least. Uh, and I, I, I tend to lean that if, if you can get trying in on a two year deal for half the price and half the years as Hendricks, I, I would, I would go with that. That's where uh, I'm at too. Because the Dodgers got a ton of guys who, you know, can step in and close for Kenley Jansen. If he were to falter again, I don't know if he's going to be the closer. Uh, his contract is up after next season, uh, but they got Gratterall. They got a ton of young guys, Gonzalez, who knows what Arias is going to do. Maybe Gonsolin goes to the pen, who knows? Uh, so I, I tend to lean to the short-term deals for relievers, uh, but also at the same time, if they sign Hendricks to a, you know maybe a three-year $35 million deal, I would be on board for that too. So it's Kevin, funny as the think? Dodgers 
paid Kenley Jansen when he was a free agent on a five-year, $80 million contract. And I don't think they want to go that route again. Yeah. I, I don't think Liam Hendricks to the Dodgers is going to happen. You know, there's a number of teams in on him. He is seeking four years. That's what he wants. Doesn't mean he's going to get it. Three years is probably a lock though. And I just don't think the Dodgers are pressured to give Hendricks this kind of deal because they have a lot of young guys such as Gratterall and then the recently acquired Corey Knable, who is just an awesome pickup on its own. You know, I think they're going to try their best to bring in Blake Trinan, but it just seems like there's too many teams that are in on him. And, you know, Jake already said it, don't sleep on Freeman. He can easily find someone else on the free agent market who's maybe looking for a one-year redemption type of deal. So the, ne- the next Brandon Morrow is definitely out there. And it could even be Brandon Morrow himself. There's three spots left on the 40-man roster. If one of Morrow or Nelson make it, now we're talking about two spots left on the 40-man. And we haven't even talked about the other openings, such as third base. They're going to have to find that, which we're going to talk about in a second. So, you know, I think this is a year. Don't get your hopes up. I don't think the Dodgers are going to spend heavy money for the bullpen, but I do think they're going to find one other piece i just want to say real quick on that note the dodgers are in such a great spot right now that they don't even need to sign any of these guys like they don't need to be on in on liam Hendricks. they don't need to be on guys like dj lemayhew to run this back so i i've you know it's a really nice spot to be in if you're a dodgers fan because you don't have to have these guys it would be nice but you don't have to have these guys to win another world series. And um, that's a great leverage spot to be into negotiation wise. So if you got a guy that really wants to come to LA, you sell them on LA, the Dodgers, the championship way, but you don't have to break the bank to get them. And if they want way too much than what you're willing to give, it's no skin off our back. If we say, okay, we're, we're good. You know, it's not that it's not like we'll lose big out. We'll not lose big on these players. Yeah, and I, I do think the one thing they're going to spend a little bit on is bullpen. I, I don't think they're done yet. Uh, maybe it's not going to be Trinan, uh, but they're going to get something in the bullpen. They know uh, that's a main reason why they won the World Series is because of their bullpen this year. Uh, shortened season, we don't know if some of these guys are going to hold up. We don't know what's going to happen with Pedro Baez, but if you lose Baez and you lose Trinan, that's two high leverage guys and I don't think Friedman's going to bank on any of these recent signings to fill that void immediately. I think they're going to go after a solidified high leverage guy who's proven he can do it, uh, who's healthy, uh, and then use these reclamation projects or the, or the Canable pickup as somewhat insurance. Yeah. I mean, before Trinan was Trinan in 2018, Corey Canable was literally that guy in 2017. Let's not sleep on how good he was. He led baseball with 76 appearances and he had a 178 ERA. And then he was great the following year in 2018 when we actually saw a bit of him. In he also had 39, 39 saves in 2017. Yeah, so the high leverage is there. You know, Then he had the Tommy John, and he kind of fell off in 2020, which was to be expected given it was kind of a fluke year, and it's just hard to condition yourself. But towards the end of the season, he was trending in the right direction. And what I really like about Knable is he – throws heat 97 plus on his fastball with a lot of spin action and his breaking stuff moves with a lot of life as well. So 
if you guys have anything else to add, we can move on to your wish list. Let's do that. All right. So, you know, the as I already said, the hot stove is not very hot right now. We're kind of in the stages where the oven is just preheating and we're kind of at the 150 degree mark. So we're a little less than halfway there, but with Christmas rolling around, you know, the holidays, Hanukkah, it's always fun to put out a little wish list of what you'd like to see the Dodgers do this off season. So who wants to kick it off? Go for it, David. Mine's pretty simple. Uh, Justin Turner is at the top of my wish list. They need this guy back. Do they need his production at the plate? Could they find it elsewhere? Yes. Uh, but it's more than that. Uh, he's the heart and soul of this team. He's the glue. He's the leader. Uh, they, they're not going to find a better option for, for what he's going to command. Uh, it's not going to cost too much to keep Justin Turner. He's going to have some suitors. Uh, the Blue Jays are in on him, apparently. The Blue Jays are in on everybody, apparently. Uh, but, look, they need, to, they need to give Turner two years with a third-year option, uh, team option with a buyout. Keep him happy. It's not going to break the bank. Bring him back. The DH is going to come back, maybe even this year. Uh, and they need him. So that's at the top of my wish list. Second on my wish list, and pretty much the only other thing that I think the Dodgers need is what we just talked about. Uh, they need one more, one or two more solid relievers. Uh, I, I'm not personally counting on Kenley Jansen to do anything uh, in the final year of his contract. Uh, we saw what can happen in the World Series. We saw it during the regular season. Can he be good? Yes, uh, but they can't afford to bank on that. They need one more high leverage guy who can come in, step in, maybe do a closer by committee type deal next year uh, and just, and just lock the game down. They need it. They need another reliever, whether that be Trinan, obviously you guys know, I would love that uh, or Hendricks or someone else, uh, but that's, they, they need to add a reliever. Yeah. Similarly with me, uh, Justin Turner is at the, the top, top of my list. Priority number one, we need him back. And to, to sort of piggyback on what David was saying, it's, you know, obviously the intangibles, he's the captain of the team and all of that, but this guy is, he produces, I mean, he really does produce when, when the going gets tough and, you know, he's the franchise all-time leader in hits, doubles, RBIs, and plate appearances in the postseason. He is a gamer. Uh, he, he made a terrific defensive play that we saw that changed the whole trajectory of that series with Atlanta. Yep. I mean, he, he is a guy that is just such a solid hitter. And he's a, and I think he's an underrated defender too. Um, he's just, he's just a, a, a great guy to have on your team. Um, the, the good news is, is that he wants to stay here in LA. And I'm not saying that there is going to be some sort of hometown discount, but it does play into our favor that he doesn't want to go anywhere else. He's established in the community. He's got the Justin Turner foundation. We know he's seeking a three-year deal. I would give it to him. You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily give him a five-year deal, but a three-year deal sounds reasonable to me, and I think the Dodgers will get that done. Um, similarly to David, again, another bullpen piece, I would love Trinan. I think uh, Liam Hendricks is going to be a little too, uh, little too much for us, a little too many years on that deal, but Blake Trinan, two- to three-year contract, I think, I think we're set with him, uh, especially with how the bullpen played out in the postseason. We've just got so many weapons, um, but they definitely do need to add Trinan back. Um, and then a couple of other guys on my wish list that I don't think is going to happen, but 
Um, I'd love to have Jock Peterson back. Obviously, he's just such a great part of this team. And uh, Jocktober is obviously a thing that we've always liked to talk about. But just just having that guy, that bat in the lineup is just so – it's just huge. I mean, he can change the entire momentum of a game with one swing, um, but he'll probably end up on another team. And then my last uh, wish list guy is Trevor Bauer, uh, which I – don't think we're going to get either. Uh, I don't know what kind of money he's asking for, but if he's at all interested in the angels, um, I feel like that would be our top competition. He actually did a thing on YouTube where he ranked all of the different fan bases and their ability to court him. And we did not make that list. So Dodgers fans step up your game, step up your meme game. He's looking for creativity, volume, consistency, because right now the top five angels, number one, Mets, number two, Padres, number three, giants, number four, and Yankees, number five. Those are the five fan bases that according to Trevor Bauer have courted him the best. All right, so let's stick on Justin Turner real quick before I give mine because we're gonna once I say mine, we're gonna it's gonna make more sense. But so you you said it, he's looking for three years, but we should mention there is room for negotiation. You know, he might do a two-year deal with an option for that third year. We don't know the fine print just yet. And when it comes down to it, I think it's 50-50. It's either the Dodgers or the Blue Jays. And I think a team like the Toronto Blue Jays needs to pay a little more than the Dodgers because they got to get this guy. Leadership is one of those intangibles that is so under the radar and you definitely need to pay a premium for it. When we saw Chase Utley and David Freese come to the Dodgers as aging veterans, they really shifted and changed the mold of the clubhouse. Utley just brought a new aspect to base running and then David Freese with his competitive drive and the clutch hitting and helping guys, you know, fight under pressure. So I think the Blue Jays, and it, we got to mention that their GM is our president, Alex Anthopoulos, was with the Dodgers for a split second. So he knows how important Justin Turner is. And with the American League so wide open, a team like the Blue Jays who claim they're ready to compete, now they had a guy like Justin Turner who can bring his clutch October presence as well as just everything he's done to get to where he is, you know, really would not surprise me if Turner does go to Toronto, because I think that is an exciting opportunity for Turner to leave his mark with a bunch of young guys. And that would shock me if that happened. Yeah. Look, here's, here's what it is. The Dodgers, if they want Justin Turner back, they're going to get Justin Turner back. Uh, the three-year deal is a, I think it's a starting point, And that that's what that was reported as well. Uh, they can go two years with an option, as I said, and a buyout, uh, Justin Turner doesn't want to go to Canada. He doesn't. He, he wants to stay exactly where he is. He wants to stay in LA. He does a ton of work uh, in the community, Dream Foundation, all this stuff. He knows he's been his, his, his entire career, you know, at least a uh, uh, significant career is, is with the Dodgers. This is his home. Uh, and he's basically the team captain. If they want him back, which they do, they're going to get him back. It's going to, it may take a little bit to get the details going, uh, but he's not going to go to Canada for an extra $2 million. He's just not. I'm sorry. He's not. I'm sorry, Canada. You're very nice and you're cool. And I like Canadians and I like Canada, but Justin Turner is not going to go live, live in you. Sorry. I'm just going to throw it out there. I would not give him a three-year deal for one. His age scares me and I don't want to be fooled by how good he was in 2020. Let's be real. It was a shortened season. It was almost a third of the length. Over the last four years with the Dodgers, Turner's missed about 134 games. 
in 2019, I believe he missed 59 games. His, and, you know, the, he's had a number of health problems, whether you want to admit it or not. And if you lock into him, make him the third baseman, I don't know, assuming it's a 162-game season in 2021, it just it concerns me. Yeah, That's but we're not we're not you know we're not the 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 Pirates or uh, the Mets or you know a team that like or even the Blue Jays for that matter that like need that bat to be there consistently day in and day out. Yeah. I mean, I would I, I would think that if you were to if the Pirates or I don't know why that keep coming to that team, but like <laughs> let's just say the Pirates for example are like we want Justin Turner to be our third baseman, so we're going to give him a four to five year deal, and he you know he shows up and he's in you know, plays like he does, but you know doesn't play every day and all of that. Then you say, oh my God, it's such a bust. Why do we you know give him four or five years or even three years? The Dodgers can afford Justin Turner to play at a limited clip like he has been. The, that's not the point. That's not why you're getting him back. You're, you're bringing him back because this is a championship team and it is primed for more runs. And he is a huge part of that. And while he's still able to play at a high level, which I do think he is, you want him on this team that that's what you're paying for. You're not necessarily paying for, you know, him to play every day and they can afford that. Yeah. And you got to also look at it from the financial perspective too. Uh, Jansen's coming off the books next year. Joe Kelly's coming off the books next year. Uh, and then in two, uh, Kershaw as well, I believe. And then in two years, you get rid of uh, Price and I believe uh, Bellinger. So you would have to worry about uh, signing Bellinger in two years. But with all those guys coming off the books, theoretically in two years when Bellinger comes off the books, that would be Justin Turner's last year. Uh, and if you if you have to go the third year, you do it at a discounted rate. He's not gonna he's not gonna nitpick. He wants to be here. Uh, if he needs the third year, they can make it work. All right, everyone's made their case. So the listeners out there, you decide which way you want to go. So my wish list, Jake kind of glossed over it too quickly. I was hoping he wasn't gonna say his name, but number one for me is Trevor Bauer, and I think it's I more. Did say, I did say his name. I know, but I just didn't go in depth. I said, yeah. For the record, that would be number one on mine too, but I'm trying to take a more realist approach. Go ahead, Kevin. Okay, I think it is quite realistic, actually. For one, Ken Rosenthal, this guy almost never misses. For whatever he says when it's about the Dodgers, it always seems to come true. And he said about a week ago, he thinks Bauer is going to land in Los Angeles. Doesn't mean much, but... It's, it always makes you feel a little did, more comfortable. Did he specifically say Dodgers? or did Yeah, he... he was asked okay. on the spot, where do you think Bauer will sign? And he said... He I did think... say it was a guess, though. It's it's not It wasn't based on anything. It was just right. a, a shot-in-the-dark prediction. But, but yeah. But, yeah. Bauer's going to do what Bauer wants to do. I don't think he's hard-pressed right now to walk himself into, like, a Garrett Cole type of situation. If the Dodgers offer him a three- or four-year contract... I think he takes it easily. It easily helps us because he's a UCLA alum as well as his agent. So little bias right there. And he grew up a Dodger fan and he said he wants to win with the Dodgers. It also helps that he hates the Astros and Garrett Cole. So that's a little firepower right there. And this guy, he loves the big moment. You know, you see some guys come to these big markets like Dwight Howard years ago, Logan Forsyth. And they just, they can't hit in the bright lights. But Logan Bauer, Forsyth. 
<laughs> such a random <laughs> example. Well, he was. We had to give up a top tier prospect to get him, and at the time, he was viewed as one of the best second basemen in baseball. But besides the point, I could do Machado too, I guess. But there you go. There you back, go. back to the point. You know, this guy, he wants the ball in the big spot. He absolutely handed it to the Braves in that wild card round. I know they didn't win, but this is why it actually makes a lot more sense. If you add a rotation of Kershaw, Bueller, Bauer, May, and Urias, I think David Price, you know, he's supposed to come back, but he hasn't pitched really in two years, so you don't know what you're getting. I think you roll it out with a six-man rotation. This team literally won the world series with essentially three starters the third of the the number three of guy in that urias had to pitch in the bullpen every other day you know may and gonsolin i think may is going to take a big leap forward but there were definitely some concerns with gonsolin i think there's some red flags there i don't know how he'll be as a starter next season i think he'll do well but he might burn out again I just think you got to give Gonsolin consistent five day, like a start every five, fifth day. He didn't get that in the regular season, nor did he get it in the postseason. So I, 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 he didn't perform well under the big lights, but I think that he was at a disadvantage. Right. But you know, ultimately you have to trust the organization. They see, they see things that we don't behind the scenes. So back to the whole point, you know, one of these guys is going to get hurt. It's just inevitable. You know, Kershaw literally was scratched on opening day with a back issue. He then was hurt in the postseason with a back issue. More than likely than not, he's going to have another back issue in 2021. Walker, Walker Bueller dealt with a number of injuries as well. You know, even if the blister flares up, that's still an issue. I just think if you add Bauer into this rotation, it's going to add a lot more stability. And I wouldn't rule the Dodgers out. I think they're definitely eyeing this man because – it's just going to make life a lot easier in a 162 game season. Assuming that happens question. If we get Bauer, does that affect us essentially paying Seager Bellinger and Bueller down the road? Well, I believe Walker Bueller is expected to now make 3 million next season. So that's not going to kill him at the moment. And Bueller is not even a free agent till 2025. Yeah. So, so, so Bauer, Bauer could be gone by then. It, obviously it depends on the length of the contract who Bauer said in the past, he wants one year deals. I don't, I don't buy that right now. He just won the NL Cy Young. I think he's going to look for a, 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 a th- at least a two or three year deal worth, you know, a, a hefty payday. Uh, but like I said before, the, a lot of guys coming off the books next year, more the next year after that. And that's the first year. I mean, Seager is going to be a free agent in the off season this year. And then Bellinger after two seasons from now, so it really depends. It really depends what length of contract, uh, you know, obviously he's going to command probably 30 million a year. Uh, they can do it. They definitely can do it. Uh, it's just a matter of, of length. I don't think they're going to want to go more than four years at most with Bauer at most. Uh, but if you look at Bauer, I don't think he's going to want to take a four year deal from anyone. Uh, I think he's going to land within a three to four year deal somewhere. If he comes to LA, he's going to be a huge star. Oh, absolutely. And we've all seen what he, what he's doing with his momentum stuff and the YouTube vlogs and all this stuff. It's the perfect market for it. Uh, he, but sadly, uh, so is the angels. Uh, and I think they're willing to, to do anything for, for pitching. They got a new GM who's going to be more competent than the last one. Uh, and maybe they'll finally realize after 20 years that they, they do in fact need starting pitching. Yeah. 
could come down to the Dodgers and Angels. So we'll see. But yeah, finally, you know, Julio Urias, I do believe he is a starter. But just by adding Bauer into that rotation come postseason time, it just makes things more flexible to kind of flip back and forth of Urias in the bullpen and rotation, just given the situation. So, you know, it'd be nice to not have to see Gonsolin and May go one inning again and then rely on your bullpen for eight innings. So that's just kind of how I see it. And then the second thing, you know, I know you both want Justin Turner. For me, I want the best possible third baseman. So whether it's DJ LeMahieu, who is still linked to the Dodgers, as is Justin Turner, or they surprise us and they acquire Chris Bryant, I just want a good third baseman. You know, I don't care of the, of the three who it is, but I want the best value and the best production. So I'm going to leave it at that. You know, it's, it's tough because obviously anyone would want Nolan Arenado, uh, but I've said this, I think I said this on the last episode, they are not trading him to the Dodgers. They're just not. Uh, maybe they'll want to trade him, maybe not, but they're not trading him to the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're not going to fork over a franchise player, a possible future Hall of Famer, to a division rival who's been beating up on them for nine years. It's just not going to happen. I would, I would like it, and then they can still sign Turner, but I just don't see it. All right, so credit to Jake on this segment now. Dumb rumors. Everyone's going to throw out just a dumb trade proposal or signing, whatever that they heard. So I'll start real quick since I just brought him up. I I believe this was from Jim Bowden, who was just on something half the time when he talked. But he said the Dodgers and Cubs should do this trade. Chris Taylor and DJ Peters for Chris Bryant straight up. And this is actually going to be my take that it's not the Dodgers who are getting ripped off here. It's the Cubs big time. Why in the world would they want to trade Chris Bryant for Chris Taylor and DJ Peters when Taylor is going to be a free agent at the end of the season and Peters hasn't even appeared in the big leagues yet. We don't know how good he's going to be. You know, the Cubs are better off just letting Bryant walk in free agency and getting a qualifying offer draft pick because I'm sure they can find something better than this trade because wow, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah, my my pick for this is, um, or are we are we uh, discussing this and then moving on, or do you want do you want to go to the next one? I want to talk about your guy Ken Rosenthal, and I agree with you, Kevin. If he says it, typically it happens. So, um, but this one just was a little bit too far fetched for me, and this was not like he had heard it based on his sources that this is what's going to happen. This was sort of like, what if this happened? And I'll, and I'll tell you about my, uh, uh, about my response to those kind of rumors in a second, but first of all, the trade. So he envisioned the Dodgers getting Nolan Arenado and Trevor story. And we would trade Corey Seager, Joe Kelly, and some prospects. Like David was saying, they're not going to trade us Nolan Arenado. They're definitely not going to trade us both Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. Also, I wouldn't want to give up Corey Seager. I like Corey Seager. I think he is terrific, and he just won the World Series MVP. He had a career year, and I think uh, if he's healthy, he is uh, the best, Not if if not one of the best shortstops in, the, in baseball. So for me, I just... You know, I, I just don't see that happening. Um, also, like, here's my thoughts on 
like credible reporters doing this, it really mucks, mucks it up because we trust Ken Rosenthal. I mean, you know, you guys can, can debate this if you want, but Ken Rosenthal is to baseball what Adrian Wojnarowski is to basketball. I mean, that that's the type of level we're talking about. And you don't see Woj tweeting these, you know, weird rumors going around that gets people all riled up and crazy. I just think as from a journalistic perspective, I think Ken Rosenthal needs to stay away from these, from these rumors. Um, and then uh, as a footnote, he also said that the Dodgers should sign JT real Muto and move Will Smith, the third base. Other one. I think Ken is just as bored as the rest of us, honestly. I know, but like Ken should Ken should not be doing that stuff. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's kind of harmless. I, I love Trevor Story. I mean, I don't want to get rid of Corey Seager, but I am a huge Trevor Story fan. Okay, uh, my and none of that will ever happen. Anyone no. listening at home, literally none of that will happen. My horrible, disgusting trade rumor proposal comes to us via Dodgers way. Uh, I actually don't have anything bad to say about them except for this this one rumor. I don't know who created this, but it, this is this is abhorrent. It's Dodgers receive Glaber Torres and Adam Ottavino from the Yankees in exchange for Gavin Lux and Dustin May or Julio Arias. So the Dodgers will be giving up Lux and May or Arias for Glaber Torres and Adam Ottavino. Why? <laughs> who? How? How do you come up with that? In what way is that a fair trade? It, it, I, I don't even have analysis for it because I would, I, I'm, I'm just so befuddled at, at how that could be created. It, it makes literally no sense. Do, do you honestly think Andrew Friedman is going to be like, yeah, you know, I haven't traded my top prospects, Lux and May, the entire their entire careers over the last four or five years. Everyone asked for them. But now, now that I get Glaber Torres, uh, and, and Adam Ottavino on for one more year of his contract, I'm going to do that. No, Lux and May haven't even started arbitration years yet. Uh, Arias, I believe, is in the second or first year of his arbitration. So just just a whopping and resounding no from everyone except the Yankees who would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, those are some bad. Uh, I don't, I'm not a big Glibertorius fan, so I don't. I don't like any idea of trading Lux in May. Also, it doesn't stay healthy. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story to Los Angeles either. I, those are just two guys that you know a lot of the, a lot of their production comes from Coors Field. And why would I move Seager when he's the better shortstop? So they're both. Footnote on that: Seager and Story are both free agents after this upcoming year. So that'll be an interesting storyline to watch. And Nolan Arenado has a no trade clause and also uh, an option that he could put into play. So that's also something. Yeah, they all three could be free agents. Yeah. All right, everyone. We're going to wrap the show up real quick, but we're going to do a quick out of left field to not leave you guys hanging. So I just researched the other day what the most annoying words are, and I'm going to use ranker. So ranker has Avi at number five, whatever. (laughs) I thought ranker was one of the words. No. The <laughs> Avi at number five, which is just clearly a lazy way of saying, obviously, that's fine. Number four, though, this one is just ridiculous. What Ebskis? What? Who says that? Apparently, a lot of people, and they find it really what annoying. What Ebskis? I've never mean, heard that. So, whatever, 
was apparently the most annoying word in 2019. So maybe people started saying whatevskis, but that's evolved into an annoying word as well. You know, I don't understand why anyone would say that. Number three. I feel like, I feel like the person who made this list, I feel like they're like friend no. said that. And then now that they had to put that on that list. Rank, <laughs> ranker is fan vote. So this is just a bunch of different people. Okay. Yeah. So Fair number, th- number three, cray cray, which I can't stand that word phrase either. You know, if you're calling someone cray cray, then you're probably the crazy one yourself because no one should ever say that. Number two, this one was surprising. YOLO. Kind of like YOLO. You know, no, you only that li- sucks. I hate that. <laughs> you only I live once. It. YOLO. It's fun. It's simple. I feel like that's like a five-year-old. I feel like people don't say that anymore. And yeah. number one, this word is just atrocious. Bay. B-A-E. Bay. Yeah, yeah. God, if anyone refers to anyone as Bay, show some self-respect. All right, let's wrap this up real quick. Final thoughts. Jake, you go first. My final thoughts are, as I just, I, I just hope that the Dodgers add a couple of pieces here and there. They don't need to make a big splash. I would welcome one if they did, but again, we don't need to. Let's get Justin Turner back on this team. Yeah, I, I would love to see Bauer in LA. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'll keep my fingers crossed for everyone out there. Bring Justin Turner back. That's all we really need to do. I'd love to see Trinan back, as you all know, uh, but the Dodgers are going to be fine. Trust in Andrew Friedman. I agree. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Incline. We don't know when we'll be back, but the moment something exciting happens, you know you'll hear from us. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Thank you all for listening. And if you don't hear from us until Christmas, I hope you guys all have a great happy holidays. We'll be back soon. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.